Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Simplify your life with AT and T in car Wi Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like Real Time GPS and Voice Assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi Fi for up to ten devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. This is the most dramatic podcast ever, an iHeartRadio podcast. Chris Harrison coming to you from the home office in Austin, Texas. Excited about the show today. We have a return guest um, because, well, her life has changed so much. It basically made the last interview we did completely obsolete. Talking about Jana Kramer, country music singer, author, podcaster, mother, now about to be another mother again. Um, last time Jana and I talked, she, you know, this is a woman who has been publicly so unlucky in love. And we've all learned so much and it's she's taken us on this journey. Well, last time I talked to her, she was about to go red carpet official with her new boyfriend, Alan. And I mean, that night, like we were hours away from them stepping out on the red carpet and everybody was about to find out about this relationship. Well, that was only a few months ago. And in that time frame, Jana is pregnant. Her and Alan are engaged. They have finished a new house. He's moving from overseas to join her in Nashville. Her life couldn't, to say it's done a 180 would be a gross understatement. So I I felt like we needed to put a big pin in that last conversation because we have 
So much more to talk about with Jana Kramer. And Jana joins me now from, uh, you, are you in Nashville? Are you home? I'm in Nashville. Yeah. Is, new this, home. is this the new home? This is the new home. This is the, the house that um, I've been building for the last yeah like year. Okay. So we talked just a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, how life can change. <laughs> you were about to go red carpet official that night with your boyfriend, Alan, who knew nobody knew about. Uh-huh. Now you are engaged. You uh-huh. are pregnant. You are living in a new home <laughs> in Nashville. Holy crap, Jana. You know what's crazy about our interview is I found out the day before that I was pregnant. Shut up. You were pregnant? Yeah. In that interview? I was pregnant. Uh-huh. I had just found out. We obviously we were in LA. Yeah, we were in LA for that. And I just like something felt off. Right. And then I was like, you know, mm. it's a woman's intuition right. to go. You've, and you've just- done this before. The body remembers. <laughs> The body, yeah, the body keeps score, and so I was. I went back to my calendar and started counting days, and was like, "Oh, hmm." I was like, "I might be a day or two off here," but I'm not like alarmed yet. But something. Remember my last pregnancies? I had this metallic taste in my mouth. Yep. And I, I, I felt that taste again. I go, "Hey, I think we need to go to CVS and get a pregnancy test." (laughs) (laughs) And so. The, yeah, the day before the awards, we I, we took the test and I was just like, and you could just, you know, see the very, Immediate. yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, like, you know, very, very faint line. Uh, but then that's when I was even like, you know, my dress got like a lot of crap or whatever, but I was like, at that point I knew I was pregnant. I'm like, I'm not going to be wearing this probably ever, anything right. like this ever again in my entire life. So I'm like, I am going to like, that was kind of my like little joke to myself for that. What was your reaction? What was his reaction to being pregnant? Because I mean, is this something y'all had talked about already? Had you planned this at all? So it was one of the things where when I was dating in previous relationships, mm-hmm. I would say, really truly i'm 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 done like i really don't want any other kids i have two beautiful children i'm good and i don't with him he had asked me he's like do you want another kid and i said well you know i've said no but with you something feels different like i want to say yes but that also scares me and um you know, I'm old, I'm about to be 40. And how does that even look? And I've lost so many pregnancies and I've struggled conceiving. And so I'm like, if that's something you really want, I might not be the right one for you. And this is a conversation we had, you know, really early on, just hit me, you know, both us saying like, do you want kids? Do you not? And, and, uh, and then when we really started really talking about it and getting more serious, I told him, all right, well, maybe we should, we could just try this year. And let's not put any pressure on it. And, you know, once I hit 40, it'll be like, okay, we tried it. It didn't happen. There's no regrets or no like, man, we maybe we should have tried when we right. had the chance. And it was the first month trying. And I'm like, and again, for me, because I've had multiple miscarriages, my first instinct was, no, I'm going to lose it. And I really want this. Aww. Like that was, that was the feeling. Aww, what a heartbreaking where it was like, first thought. I know. And that's, but when you've lost before, it's like, that's unfortunately what came to my mind was no, like, don't, don't, don't give me this beautiful thing and then, and then take it away. I don't want to, I don't want to feel that pain again, especially 
in this new beautiful situation that I'm in. Yeah. And I don't want to have to go through that with him. And I want to be able to, so it was, um, it was a very scared, but when I was like, I called him up because we were staying at his friend's house and I was like, Alan, can you please come up here? And he's like, is that a line? I'm like, I think it is. <laughs> so, and then a few days later we got the actual, and was you know, he clear, just blown away? Clear test. I mean, we both got teary eyed yeah. and gave each other hugs and was like, okay, let's, it's- that's uh, so okay. you were pregnant on that red carpet that day. That is amazing. By the way, good, and he was good poker face. Thank you. I know. I was like, oh God, Chris, if you only knew and what I just what had just happened. Because that day too, I took another test to see if it was still a, right. a darker line. Oh my <laughs> so, gosh. And yeah. and you guys have uh, gotten engaged. Yeah. Um, have y'all talked about getting married? Are you gonna try well? How far along are you? I've got like seven weeks left. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, because yeah, I, I obviously you stood up a second ago, and uh, obviously you were very much showing and very much pregnant. Yeah. And I've got a bump. How are you feeling? How has this been? Yeah, I mean, it's been it's been harder. I'm not going to lie; it's definitely a more challenging pregnancy. The older you get, things just gravity and uh, things, <laughs> things gravity things are, gravity is undefeated, my friend. Yeah, it just things hurt a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, we've been working against a fibroid. Uh, this entire pregnancy too, where the first, I had a, a hemorrhage in the beginning, which it was like a, okay, 50, 50, you might miscarry. And then now we got this, now the baby has to grow bigger than the fibroid. And then, so uh, it was just, we've, we've been up against this, you know, a few things in this pregnancy, and, but it's, um, he's been so amazing because what I hear from the doctor is, oh, we're going to miscarry. And she, he's like, that's not what she said. She said, you can there's a chance and it's a higher chance, but that you also won't, you might not too. Yeah. And so he's just been very good for my freak out levels of like, I'm, it's going to go, it's going to be the worst. I'm going to go to the worst. And, uh, I've just never been, I mean, he's, he's just, he's so sweet. I, I, I obviously this is the third pregnancy now, but he has been the most loving and just anything I need. And like, babe, don't do this. Don't care. Like, and I'm like, babe, I'm fine. I'm yeah. not like, <laughs> I can do it. I'm just pregnant. Like, but it's been, it's been really sweet is to witness and, and to feel. Is he moved over from Scotland? He, he is. Yeah. So he was in England. He still goes back. Um, he's got his son over there, but, uh, He's still, yeah, he he travels back and forth, but no, he's, he's living here. He got his visa. And so it's, and then we're talking wedding next year. Okay. So have the baby and then yeah. do it. It's not, and we just want to do something super small. Like yeah. it would just be like very small with the kids and, and close family and friends. Just a little something. I'll, I'll walk in, I'll officiate and we'll knock it out. <laughs> just televised on. No, I'm not, I can't, I'm not, I'm not cool like that. Yeah, I just a small network television show. It's, uh, <laughs> It's such a beautiful thing. And it is, I, I think you are speaking to a lot of people right now who have been touched by having a miscarriage before and how much that weighs on you, the the mental, emotional baggage you carry, trying to do it again. Um, that's a lot. It's a lot to carry. And it's, it's a conversation that I don't think we have enough. Mm-hmm. Well, because you can't, re- you're not supposed to tell people until 12 weeks, right? And right. so all the things that happened before that are when obviously the most miscarriages happen. And then after that, you just feel kind of, for me personally, after the many that I had, it was, well, how can I even call myself a woman? Like I can't even keep a baby. It just, I lose oh. it. 
And that is where I was like, I don't, I, where I was hesitant of trying again, because I just didn't want to have to like go through that or feel that again. Uh, but yeah, it's, um, I also, I look at it and go, when I was trying with my ex, I think there was a reason why I lost I'm not saying the stress and everything. I'm not saying he caused my miscarriages, but I do think stress plays a huge part into loss. Interesting. And it can at least. And so I think when I look back, the struggles that we face and having to do IVF and everything else and my, my body didn't, I, I think I, I, again, I believe that, you know, there's your stress holds it and, and it affects everything. So for me, I, you know, I kind of look at my life now, I'm like, well, I'm not carrying all that uh, toxicity and the stress of everything. So it, I think that's why it was a little easier this go around. I make up that at least. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than just a mom. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. Mary Beth, she is a force to be reckoned with. Successful career, many talents, a great friend group. I could go on and on about my mom. I love her dearly. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And I got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so you can send some too. Here's why I like Books. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. Books has also made it easy. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th, right around the corner. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, the wife, aunt, hey, even your grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code Chris for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code Chris. Books.com and use promo code Chris. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. 
you cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877-351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You have talked to your ex about this. Um, What was his take on you being pregnant, you getting engaged so quickly, and all of this? You know, we were just talking about that the other day because I think he's going to come on the podcast uh, in like a month or so and just kind of, you know, talk. And uh, one of the funny stories that we have is he he's the one that knew that I was pregnant. Like he he knew it right away. He goes, are you pregnant? Because I did something really that I had done in years past being pregnant. And this was like early, early, early on. And I wasn't ready to just, you know, cause again, I didn't know we were the hemorrhage at the point. I'm like, I just, yeah. I'm probably going to lose it. And you know, that was where my mind frame was. And so, yeah, but he, it's, it's going to be funny to hear him tell that story back because he, he definitely was the one was like, are you pregnant? Because I, I I think I made the, a sound or something that was very similar. Because I'm I'm trying not to puke, right? Because right. I was very like sick with both with all my pregnancies, and uh, he, I said, um, I'm not going to answer that question. And he goes, I remember he said, if it's true, I'm really happy for you. Oh, and I just said, okay. thank you. Yeah. So That's... he was, um, and he's been he's been very sweet about it. Good. And uh, you know, Alan, when he goes out of town and stuff, he's like, if you ever need anything you know, you can always call. So oh, that's it's been, good. That's it's very been healthy. great. Yeah. It's been really, really, really nice. Like he's not going to, the baby's not going to call him uncle Mike or anything, but you know, <laughs> let's not like, go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, but it's, it's, it's a very, we've evolved um, a lot. Good. That's, that's a very powerful and very healthy thing as you guys, because you're still co-parenting and you will continue to co-parent for many, many, many more years. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that, you know, something where, we've kind of come to is we've had, we've done it not right or not, and not good. The last two years we've had wins. We've had bad times. We've let our past triggers on both sides come into our conversations. And I think one of the things we realized was we have a new relationship now and it has to look different than our old relationship. So how I talked to him in years past, how he talked to me, how the triggers and everything, we have to leave that behind because now we do have a new relationship and it's, it is a co-parenting relationship and we have to be in each other's lives for our kids. And we both want to, you know, be together at certain things and, and, and have, you know, the kids see us both happy in the same place when we're together. And like, I'm like, I, I just, I'm at a place where I just don't want any negative energy. I don't, I even like exes and that, yeah. you know, were awful. I just, I'm like, I don't, I hope everybody's happy. Like genuinely, <laughs> I just don't want any negative. I read something the other day. Um, someone put something up on, on Twitter X, whatever the hell it is. And um, basically they were saying you get to an age and it does happen around 40. I'm 50 where you want less people in your life. And those people in your life have to be value adds, only positive, less stress, less drama, less ever, you know, 
all the, all that is so true as you get to this point in your life and you really do find yourself holding a lot less animosity for exes, for people that have done you wrong. It's just, it's not, you realize it's just not worth the burden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I've, you know, I've said sorry to the people in my past that if I go, okay, is there someone that I need to say sorry to that I, that it, that it would bother me if I don't ever apologize to them. So there was two people that I reached out to that I was like, I'd like to sit with you and apologize. And I don't want anything back. I don't want to, I forgive you. I don't want to anything. And what's so interesting about that was because I, I genuinely, I'm like, I just, I'm like, and you don't even have to like me after you. Right. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to defend. I just want to say, I'm sorry. Cause I was a total dick when I was 20 something to you. And, and it's always sat with me bad. And I'm again, like, I'm not asking to be your friend or whatever, but it was interesting when I did do that too. They were like, well, I'm sorry. I'm like, I didn't say I want to sorry. Like, no, because we all play a part in things. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, there's not just like my ex isn't just a bad person. Like I played my part in that too. We all play our part. So, but can't we all also wish everyone happiness and good things? Like I hope they, even the, you know, people that have hurt me the worst, like go on and like everyone deserves to have like happiness in their life and move on and not be defined by what they did five years ago or last week or whatever. It's just yeah. like, just like life is too short. It is. I can't. And, uh, your life is too short and it's equally too long to be miserable, yeah. to be carrying that. And people have, you know, a lot of people have asked me when I went through what I went through um, with the show and the network and all that, like, are you pissed off? Are you mad? I said, I'm not. Like, I just, it's not worth my time, my energy, my effort. I have so many blessings in my life to be grateful for. Were there some bumps and bruises along the way and some bad bounces? Yeah, but there were a lot of good ones too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you got to take the good with the bad. And, and again, I wish those people well. Let's all move on. Um, yeah. it's, it's not worth me losing a day of sleepover or, you know, that negative energy that I think it really does. It manifests in so much of your life. What I find interesting is this, you redefining your relationship with Mike. That's a very powerful statement that you, t- you thought about it enough to realize if we keep going the way we're going, it's not going to be good for our kids, our families to redefine it and let everything else go and start anew is mm-hmm. easier said than done. That's really powerful. Yeah. I mean, it, and it was, it was hard and it's still, there's still moments. I'm not going to be like, oh, we just have like, so like there's still moments where things come up, but I mean, I used to, when he'd caught, I would just get the worst triggered feeling. And I'm like, I got to stop this for me. Cause yeah. now he's taking joy out of the moment that I just had in my day. Like he, I don't want him taking that from, from, you know, from me. And he doesn't even mean to be doing that, but that's just like from the old triggers of everything. So I think it was just really kind of just sitting down and going, all right, I got to bury all of that. And yes, things will still come up. I still get frustrated. He still gets frustrated if he feels like I'm con- trying to control or whatever. But again, I just, I'm like, okay, I always go, what's new relationship, old relationship. So and every time I talk to him, I'm like, this is our new relationship. You got to act if, how you want to act in this new one. Speaking of new relationships. You're going to get married. Lauren and I are discussing this, which is why I want your opinion. Are you going to change your name? Will you hyphenate your name? Or are you now of the age like Lauren is? It's like, no, no, this, that, that's an old custom. I'm keeping my name moving on. 
So I swore up and down, I will never change my name again. Uh I've changed it a few times. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, I will never do it again. Not only is it annoying with like the DSAs and the airplane stuff, like, you know, it just, there's so much paperwork with changing your name. I've never wanted to be a Russell more than, than anything. Like I, I cannot wait. I still think it's the the thing to do. I, and you know, I, I would like to be one of my children's last names too. You know, like now we'll have a son and I'll, I'll be, it kills me that my kids don't have, we don't share the same last name, but at least with, you know, our, our baby, we'll have the baby's last name. So it will be Jana Kramer Russell or. So I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll obviously keep Jana Kramer for like the, the work stuff, but I will be Russell with any other thing going forward. We were just at a, we went away for like a little getaway and I had it under Kramer. And so all weekend he's like, they're like, Mr. Kramer. And I'm like, sorry, babe. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I promise that's not going to happen. We get that a lot. Whoever puts the card down at, you know, down below, <laughs> yeah. they, they, you pick up the phone. They're like, uh, Mr. Zima. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. that's a good ring to it. Sure. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think, I don't know. I just, I'm kind of old school in that way. I still, I still think it's, um, and maybe who knows? I mean, maybe I can think about the hyphen a little bit. But I do like the middle name, so I would never want to drop my middle name. What is but I don't know. What, do you, what are you guys leaning towards? Well, here's the thing. And it, what's interesting is obviously you were sitting there with child. And I think that has such a profound effect on everybody's answer because mm-hmm. you want to share that name with your husband, your child. your And so you know, for us, children will not be a part of it. We've made that decision. And so the name is not that important to us. Was that a tough decision to make? No kids? Because I know you have your older. I do. Yeah, we have two and that are in college. And so 22, just he just turned 22 the other day. And Cause she's she's close to my age, right? She's, or a little younger. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Lauren is. And so and my daughter is 19, about to turn 20. So yeah. and yeah, Lauren's about your age. And so, it, you know, it's something that Lauren, we definitely talked about right away. It was, you know, and I think it's a really important decision and an important conversation to have up front, especially when you're this age and you don't want to waste somebody's time. You start mm-hmm. dating and, and you have that conversation much earlier than you probably should. Um, because, you know, if if you see yourself falling for somebody, the last thing I want is five years later to be like, oh, we should now talk about this after we've just wasted half a decade. So mm-hmm. it, it's an important conversation. It was, um, luckily we were both on the same page and it was a very easy conversation, but, um, you know, there were definitely relationships that weren't that easy. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and it'll, it'll remain Lauren Zima. <laughs> okay. She's, she's staying. All she's right. She's staying. Yeah. And, uh, good for her. Exactly. And, and so much of it is, you know, with business, as you said, I mean, you're sure. about to publish another book. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, name on the book, the Instagram, the sure. so much of it is already kind of spoken for now in our lives. It's tough. It's tough to unwind that. Oh, wind down though. Maybe we can wind down and talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> it took me a while to figure out my mom is more than just a mom. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. Mary Beth, she is a force to be reckoned with. 
successful career, many talents, a great friend group. I could go on and on about my mom. I love her dearly. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And I got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so you can send some too. Here's why I like Books. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. Books has also made it easy. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th, right around the corner. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, the wife, aunt, hey, even your grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code Chris for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code Chris. Books.com and use promo code Chris. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. In the book, you did you talked about uh, you know kind of taking care of your past and dealing with it, and one of the things was your ex and how he belittled you. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> well, which one? <laughs> which thought, one? Which name in the book? <laughs> I always think it's Mike, but maybe I'm not. Maybe I was wrong. Uh, yeah, that and that was, uh, you know, I think we can all go back and go. I, and I know he he would say this too, and he he's he fights with his words. That's something he always did, and that was where he knew we always know how to push other person's button, right? And yeah. that was his. Um, 
that was what always hurt the worst. And I'm like, man, I'd, I'd almost rather take something else than the, cause the words always stay with me. Those are the words. Anytime anyone ever say anything to me or he'd belittle me or he would um, say something mean, those are the things that I actually kept on. Like I, I carried those words with me. So when we got divorced, that was all the work I had to do post was taking everything he put on me and not having it be mine and and not owning it. Was that something that you had before you got married? Was that something, a part of your relationship was like, was that a red oh, flag? Sure. Okay. Well, but it was one of the things where, and this is something where I've said, you know, with my fiance is I always say that people always say, why do you love him? I go, he respects me so much. Mm -hmm. And I had this like light bulb moment. And I was like, because it's for the first time I'm demanding respect. I didn't, I never asked for respect. Right. So I never had respectful men in my life. They were mean, they were abusive. They were, they were awful because I didn't think I deserved that. You're not I was told at a young age and establishing the terms in your relationship. Yeah. So of course he can talk to me like that because I've allowed him to talk to me like that. And I believe that what he's saying is true. So when he says that I'm, I'm X, Y, and Z, I have had those messages told to me before from another prior relationship that I believed and carried. So of course I believe him and I can't leave him because who would, who would want me? And now that you have established better and sought out better, you have found better. Healthy attracts healthy, right? Yeah. So that yeah. is that and, is and, the and thing. When, you know, I think it attracts it, but it also, if you're not ever allowing that in, I'm sure maybe you went on dates with other people before Alan or while y'all were dating, whatever, that wasn't healthy and you cut it out. Oh, for sure. And that's the you thing, like even boundaries. in my book, yeah, I talk about this guy named Seth and it's like, Seth is a great person for someone else. But at the time I was still so wounded in my own stuff that like, and, but yes, he was the same person that wasn't honest. I picked it again, a non-honest person, which then ignited all my insecurities. And it's like, well, of course I'm going to act this way because this is, you know, this is the same freaking yeah, pattern all over again. Like I've done no growth whatsoever. So of course I'm picking the same thing. That's interesting. Um, and, and it's fascinating. I know what you're saying about once you establish those parameters and live by it, you find you attract good people. And it's probably not just Alan. I, I bet you have, if you think about it, it's manifested itself throughout your life in business, people you're dealing oh, sure. with now. I bet it's been not just him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, yeah, it's business, it's friends. And, and having said all of that, I still have, you know, I just had therapy yesterday, just still working on things because it was, it's been 30 something years of believing all these messages to now going, my work now is believing that I deserve the goodness that's here. <laughs> Cause I'm for so long, I'm like, well, I don't deserve that. Yeah. But now I'm like, so now I'm constantly thinking, am I, am I about to get sick? Am I dying of cancer? Like, why is this happening? Like, why is this goodness? Ha like, I'm like, it's hard for me to accept it. And I, I'm just constantly thinking the shoe's going to drop because that's what I'm used to. I'm used yeah. to not staying. It was almost like the drama in my past relationships were comfortable. And so when I met Alan, it was so respectful and loving and and safe. And it was like that scared the living daylights out of me. Well, enjoy the season you're in. I mean, that's, that's uh, I'm all. trying because, to. Yeah. Look, I mean, as, as I said before, it's like, you have to 
enjoy and expect the highs, but you have to appreciate that there are lows and there will be lows. Mm-hmm. Things are going to happen. For sure. It's life. Yeah. It comes at you. And, you know, just when Absolutely. we think we get it all figured out, you know, God shows us we don't. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he does. <laughs> um, you're about to launch this book. I think it comes out uh, late October, correct? October 24th or 5th. Yeah. yeah. So around around Halloween, uh, look for the new book from Jana. And when you are dealing with your past and putting so much of your own person onto these pages, what is mm-hmm. the most, what did you find was the most difficult chapter of your life to deal with? Mm. This is interesting. When I, and I've, I haven't spoken about it a lot. And every time I do, I always get emotional because it's just a piece that's really hard for me to speak about, even though I've done years and years of therapy, therapy around it. And I can write it all day long. I've journaled about it for years. And I remember doing the audio recording of my book and I had the hardest time through the abuse chapter Mm. because I still, like when I wrote about hiding in the bushes, I still almost judged that girl in the bush going, what the hell were you doing? Why were you hiding in a bush from a man that was trying to kill you? Like, what were you? And I, I still place judgment on her. I still am shame. Like I, I have shame around that being like, that was me. And, and that's, I think that's just a hard kind of, um, that's, that's just always been a really hard piece for me to, to talk about, which is why I don't really, yeah. if I'm honest. What do you think you have to do to forgive that girl? Because you know, you should, you, you know, that's an unfair burden to put on yourself and that girl that was in the bushes. Yeah. I think it's, um, and you know, I spoke about it on the book and just kind of the journey of, of, uh, just all the years of, and not realizing that I was carrying all the shame and going, okay, well, of course she thought she deserved abuse because she witnessed X, Y, and Z. She thinks you should stay when someone hits someone. She thinks that you should, you should be allowed to be talked that way and that it's their fault. So it's like, I have empathy for her. It's still just hard as a woman now. Like if someone was to ever touch me or if my daughter ever felt that way. And like, that's where it's like when someone DMs me and they've been in abusive situations, I'm like, get out. But yeah. I know it's so hard to get out. You know, I've I've gone back to the same men that have hurt me countless times before. So it's like, it's, it's such a journey and it's, um, it's, I, sometimes you just want to shake the person, you know, and yeah. I would love, have loved to have been the older, wiser person going, don't, why, like, <laughs> it's not your fault, but. I hope you will find some peace and some grace and give yourself some grace in that. Yeah. And f- forgive that girl because look at yeah. the woman that she's turned out to be. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully for me, I, I flip it with the, I hope I, telling those stories can help other people realize that it's those things are just not okay. And it's, and again, when I read DMS and people are like, is that normal? And I'm like, no, but I also asked the same question, you know, but it's so crazy. I'm like, of course it's not normal. It's not, that's not okay. It's not, that's not the norm. When you see it from 30,000 feet, it's so simple. Yeah. But when you're, when you're there at ground level and you're in that storm, it feels so big and it feels inescapable. And just like when you're going through a divorce, I mean, it covers up, I'm never going to be loved again. No one will ever love yeah. me. Like everyone that gets divorced has that like, or I, I again, I make up people feel that, that they're never going to find love again. And it's like, that's just not the truth. Now I found it in different ways. And then I found Alan. So you, uh, and you, you mentioned journaling, you, you've journaled the good, the bad, the ugly, 
Uh, mm-hmm. you keep it by your bed and you just constantly journal. Is that something you've I always done or is it something you kind of yeah. learned through therapy? No, I've just always written stuff down. Like even like, I mean, I like to even write out my plan. I have a, I have a planner. Like I like okay. to just write things out. I like to check it off. I like to like, I mean, it's just, <laughs> I am just, I love to write things out. I've got, I've got um, journals for both kids that I write for them. And, okay. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I wonder if they will uh, pick that up and do that as well. I hope so. But, you know, my daughter has, she's got her little diary. I give her diaries sometimes. So I'm like, here you go, honey. And by the way, we, we know uh, we're having a boy, right? Is that- It is a boy, yeah. Okay. And so are the kids excited about having a little brother? They're so excited. And I was honestly, I was worried about my son just because, you know, he's the baby and he's my little boy, but he's so pumped to be a big brother. It's so cute. He kind of outgrew one of his, we call him an old lovey, a little stuffy. He's like, I'm going to go give it. I'm going to go put it in the baby's room. Uh, He can have it now. And I was like, okay, buddy. Have you and Alan started talking names yet? Oh yeah. We have the name. I've slipped a million times and I'm always like, cut it, cut cut it. it." it, it." (laughs) It's like, I share everything. I'm going to keep one thing private. That's awesome. You should. Yeah. Cause well, here's the thing. When you, when you announce a name, everybody then puts their spin on it, whether it's a positive or a negative of like, oh, I, I, I hated this Sally girl that I went to school with, like, or, you know, whatever. It's like, whatever name, it's never going to be perfect for everybody. So just keep it a secret and then just announce it and we can all live with it. We started taking suggestions because I had, I, I narrowed it down. Like one was um, Jagger because I kind of wanted to keep the J name going. Yeah. Jolie J is Jagger. And it's just cool. We wanted Jagger. I wanted Jackson, but his last name's Russell, too close to a dog. So, <laughs> and then we had a few other ones and there was just too many opinions. And so I was like, you know what? We're going to just name what we want to name. And it's funny because the one best friend of mine, I'm actually going to call her right now. It's Lee Bryce's wife, Sarah Bryce. She's one of my best, best, best friends. She does not like the name. But yet one of her suggestions was Alfredo. So I was like, you can't have a say when you tried to name our baby Alfredo. You, you named our baby <laughs> so, after a sauce. I was like, I don't actually care about what you think. Yeah, exactly. Your opinion no longer matters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's like, amazing. Yeah. Well, it's going to be whatever it turns out to be. It'll be beautiful. It's going to be perfect. And thank you. I, I'm so happy for you in this season of your life with the book coming out in October um, the baby coming out, um, and the new house, the new life. Thanks. It really is crazy to think that we were sitting there talking about going, you know, Instagram and red carpet official to you're sitting here now rubbing your belly in your new house. Life can change. And, and maybe that's the takeaway from all this, no matter how low or how defeated you feel, the season mm-hmm. can change so quickly. In an instant. And, and if you believe in that and you can hold on, things will get better. This too shall pass. Yeah, and that's, that's a, a great lesson to learn. Um, if Jana can do it, you can do it too. <laughs> just keep believing in love. You know, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm the guinea pig. You just got to keep going until you find it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm very happy for you, my friend. Thank you, babe. I and, appreciate it. I'm happy for you too. Good luck you. with the wedding and everything. And um, I'm excited for you guys. And I will talk to you soon. Okay, perfect. Bye guys. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at the most dramatic pod ever and make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. I'll talk to you next time. Hi everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and I Fund Women grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good.
What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is... And I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course, And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.